Hi, Chad. Kevin, how's it going? It's going well. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. It's episode number 23. That it is. So, uh, somebody new, this is the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. <laughs> you Where are can they the find right, us? <laughs> you are in the right place. So, uh, how was your week? Week? Holy cow. Um, it was good. It was very good. It went by pretty quick. The weekend went by even faster. Yeah. Um, Crazy whirlwind. I mean, I know your week was filled with anticipation for this day, right? Yeah, this day was supposed to be a big one. I I don't know if anybody knows, but Chad over here is celebrating a birthday as we speak. Oh, yeah. He's he's celebrating. So we're podcasting and (laughs) with some ice cream cake. Mm Mm-hmm. And I got a hot chocolate in my hand. I can't <laughs> think of anything better. <laughs> Which I'm really surprised because it's not necessarily cold in here. No, it's actually it's kind of toasty I, I don't in know. here. I, I needed a little pick-me-up mm, long day. Chocolate. Well, I, I mean, I I was traveling this weekend. You were. So. I, I believe you were in the um, the world championship, maybe national championship. The, the U.S. national championship. So Of Kube? Kube. Is Kube. Probably 95% of our listeners have never heard of Kube. It's a yard game. Um, originated in Sweden. Ah, it's a Swedes. Swedish game. The Swedes. Uh, it's quite popular here in Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, it's, long story short, it's a yard game where there are target cubes. They're little blocks of wood. Um, and each team stands on one end. And you throw like wooden batons that look like cut up pieces of handrail at the cubes the blocks of wood so you're throwing handrails at wooden blocks and you have to try and knock them down uh and then at the end you throw at like a king in the middle of the court is is this a game that you could be standing there while holding a beer most are (laughs) most people are it is or a a hot chocolate it's just a uh it's a i would say um most people are familiar with cornhole or bags or bags 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 Uh um that's like the checkers version of Kube. Kube would be the chess version. Oh. A lot more strategy, a lot more thinking to it. Gotcha. So. I Now I know why you yeah, like it. 128 teams in the uh, national championship in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, which is four hours from where we're at. Uh, pretty close to Minnesota. 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 So, yeah, that's where I was um, this weekend. I was. We ended up um, doing okay. Not as, as great as we wanted to. We finished, I think, 23rd in the country this year. I mean, that's still pretty good. Yeah, that's 180 okay. 180-something teams. Yeah. I you think, guys will get them next year. Yeah. I think um, <laughs> this is my first time in the in the national tournament. I was yeah. filling in for a friend of mine who has played the last couple of years, and uh, they had some success the last couple of years. So it was fun for me. It was a learning cool. experience. So Very cool. I had a great time um, and look forward to doing it again. So well, if, if you guys want, you should you – should, Check out YouTube and just type in Kube, K-U-B-B. Yeah. Uh, I highly recommend it as a fun, just back backyard activity. And maybe maybe we can start a Canada Athletic Training Kube tournament. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that's where I was this weekend and then drove back today and uh, have just been hanging out for the nice. birthday. So, um, so did you have any potato chips on this trip? Potato chips. No. Uh, specifically, have did you have any potato chips that came out of a tube? No. Okay. But I did have the results of, of that. I will say that 
you missed out because 93% of our listeners prefer Pringles over stacks. 93% <laughs> it was a runaway. So I'm going to take that to our coaches yeah, you uh, should. And, and just show them, like, hey, the proof is in the pudding. People like Pringles more than they do like stacks. Now, so. did you have any goldfish on your trip? No. No, I'm not a fan of either. All right. I Yeah. Yeah, so last week we talked about goldfish. We had Cheez-Its. brought up, are they the same as Cheez-Its or different? And, and you and I away. both were like, eh, I'm not sure. But I get, the, I get why they could be in the same category and why maybe we would have put them in the same category in a top five, but they are very different. Yeah, 95% of the people thought so. Must have thought we were bonkers. Bonkers. Yep. Uh, last week we also talked about... The Spider-Man villains, Green Goblin and Dr. Octopus. Right. And who would be the better fictional athletic trainer? Mm-hmm. Uh, 77% of the people thought Doc Ock. Yeah, man. And Tim Prawl brought oh up God, the point. Oh, my God, Timmy. Tim, what, what a great comment, Tim. Yeah, Tim. Holy crap. Close friend of ours. Yeah. Um, actually moving today. I think he's moving this weekend to Uh-oh. Canada. So best of luck, Tim. We're going to miss you here in Milwaukee. Uh, you, you, never, friend. you never got a chance to kick my butt in Catan. Yeah. yeah. Dang well, it. I went, well, maybe down in um, in a couple months. Maybe. We'll have a... <laughs> yeah, well, t- uh, Tim is a, a Settlers of Catan um, expert, as we are here. <laughs> so he likes to play. So we'll, we'll have a, a game in the future, Tim. God, we're um, nerds. But what he brought up was that the Green Goblin was an alumni of, of the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, yeah. where... Um, Kevin and I went, and we had no idea. Yeah, and I mean, now that wouldn't well, have swayed so, my opinion. I still think Doc Ock is a better athletic trainer because of the tentacles, correct. but it was just a cool fact. Yeah, um, yeah, little known fact: Willem Dafoe or whatever, right? Yeah, um, went to UW Milwaukee, and I knew that. Maybe that's why you saw him at your restaurant. Well, I mean, he clearly has. It, see, he was in town because. Um, Maybe he was giving uh, like a um, speech, uh, not a valedictorian speech, a uh, commencement. A commencement. Yes. Yeah. Well, he was actually. It was during the Milwaukee uh, Film Festival, oh. and I think he was in one of the films. Got it. And the Milwaukee Film Festival has been growing bigger and bigger and bigger as one of the one of the better spot like spotlight film festivals in the country. So, um, anyway, nice tangent. Green Goblin, sorry, Willem. Even though you're a fellow Panther, uh, you're just not as good of a... Well, maybe your next role would be the best athletic trainer. Maybe. Yeah. Probably not the Boondock Saints one. Oh, that was, I like that movie. Yeah, he's a little intense in that one. Yeah. like the Green Goblin. Uh, and as we continue to wrap up Shut last week, we, we had one other thing we put up on the Twitter. Uh, social media candid underscore ATC for somebody who um, wants to check us out on social media. We asked, which team would you prefer to work for or work with as an athletic trainer? Average Joe's or Global Gym from Dodgeball, the movie. It was a runaway. Everybody wants to work with Average Joe's. And I think you said that you wanted to work with them as well because you wanted to work with a pirate. Absolutely, I want to work with pirates. But then Steve also, the like, pirate. I need pirates in my life, um, and mainly because I just don't like Ben Stiller. And and Rip died this week. I yeah, he did. The irony. Um, yeah, crazy. And then also, uh, 
is it Men in Black coming out or because he was in Men in Black, right? Um, yes, Men in Black the four just came. J or not? Tanning. I forget what Channing letter Tatum. he was. What? Oh, um, what character? Yeah, because you know they're all like K, L, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. One of them. He was one of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, big sad news though. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that wraps and up he, episode twenty-two. Yeah, it's true. Why don't we? Um, let's start, let's talk about let's let them know what we're doing for episode twenty-three. So what's the theme of tonight? Uh, so the theme is rehab. Yes. Right. So most of our most of our segments are going to be based on rehabilitation. Yeah. The only one that is not totally rehab based would be the fictional athletic trainer, but. You know what? Sometimes your rehab can take a strange twist. Ooh, I like what you did there. Um, Cast of Stranger Things. Yeah. We always try and do something that's hot or trendy or whatnot, and Stranger Things is kind of the hot Netflix show right now. Big time. Uh, Every, I mean, it just was, season three came out. We won't spoil anything for you. Um, Well, it's so hot. We did want to ask people who they thought would be the best fictional athletic trainer from the cast. It's so hot that neither of us have... Seen it. <laughs> yeah. be... So we are relying on the Twitter. Yeah. Um, and what you guys have written in to discuss about and who would be the best uh, athletic trainer out of the cast. We got good feedback. Big so uh, I, I feel comfortable with what our listeners, I trust our listeners. So I'm, I'm voting based on what they tell us. All right. So um, I don't trust any of you, by the way. <laughs> um, FMK. Yeah. Hamstring. Rehab exercises. Yep. We're going to F1, marry one, kill one, yeah. and three different hamstring exercises yeah. for rehab purposes. I think most of us have dealt with some hammy, ex- hammy rehab, so um, always a fun topic. Mm-hmm. Top five favorite body part to rehab. Yes. So, yeah. Top five, yep. Uh, and then our feature topic, Kevin and I are going to give you some rehab tips, tricks, hacks. Hack. We're going to call them hacks, hacks. just because we like the word. Yeah, because so we're a bunch something, of hacks. Something that may help you when you're doing rehab in the future. Heck yeah. So let's get to it. Doing it. Chadster. Yeah. I say we talk about some fictional athletic training. Let's do some Stranger Things, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, season three just came out. Um, we will try not to spoil anything. Try Although, not to. then again, neither one of us has seen. I don't think we can. Well, we won't know if we're spoiling anything because <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about. So, if we spoil something on accident, we apologize. I actually have seen about ten minutes of it. Did you like those ten minutes? Um, yeah, it was strange. Yeah. And so I think that's what they're going for. I. I mean, I know a lot of people that watch it that really like it. Even people that um, say you're somebody that only likes political crime dramas, okay. right? Um, they have watched it and said, I really like it. Oh. So, I mean, I think it, it's, it hits a lot of different um, genres or I, I don't know, like a lot of different people that like enjoy the show. The vibe I got from the 10 minutes I've seen is like a modern-day Goonies. Yeah. Like a really weird exploration. Uh Like you're just checking out random places. Right. um, 
Maybe like I, a, maybe like an X Files meets Goonies type thing. Sure, sure. Maybe. I also like the movie It. I haven't right? seen it. So, the, <laughs> I mean, the premise though is like, I mean, it's kids, right? That yes. this clown only attacks kids. Um, and then I think there's a, I mean, there's actually an actor in the newer It movie that is also in Stranger Things, I believe, who's hilarious. Um, but that's what it always reminds me of. Like when I see advertisements or, you know, previews or something like that. It's hmm. just this, because it's supposed to be a scary show, I guess. Right? I don't, I, yeah, I think it just gets you thinking, like, yeah. what if? Yeah, I don't know. But so. I guess, you know what? Let's let's start going down a list. Okay. Who, who would be a good so athletic trainer? F- there. So let's start with, um, uh, we had one mention for Bob. Bob the Brain. Bob the Brain. Uh, and that was from our buddy Tim, who's moving to Canada. Yeah. So um, I wanted to mention that. Uh, Tim didn't give us a reason, but he just <laughs> said he thought he would be the best character. Um, so. And I trust him. <laughs> I, I trust him wholeheartedly. Um, he is. He's going to drive up our international audience, though. I know that. Oh, yes, he is. There's going to be you know, one more one more listen a week in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> So I have down for Bob that he's kind of courageous. Okay. Um, when I was going through his little profile, I guess, um, and I, I'm assuming Bob the Brain is Bob Newby. Yes. Because and it's Sean Astin um, is the actor, Rudy, right? Yes. I think that's Rudy. Yes, that's him. Um Who's also in 24. Yeah. I mean, he's like, in a lot of... For like three episodes, but they yeah. were good episodes. That was right in the heyday of... He's uh The best season, the best, ep- best season of 24. He was the in the middle best. of it. <laughs> season five. Um, so like, if you go over like kind of his profile, it says he volunteers to do something dangerous to get people out of a sticky situation okay. so i don't know why his name bob the brain but courageous he, i guess he's courageous willing to risk yeah for others like and that's, he's hey that's very athletic two training. for two on athletic training yeah, yeah. related so what else you got uh the next person um scott ensel um who is a baseball athletic trainer at north carolina state so scott thanks for listening Nice. Uh, and responding, uh, he said Max because he's really good, or he's he does proper wound care. Somewhere along the show, he he did something really well. So I have Max. Yeah, so he he says Max definitely because wound care would be number like number one taken care of. Um, apparently, Max is also a girl. Okay. Yeah, um, Maxine. And she is an avid skateboarder, so I'm assuming she's fallen down a lot uh, and knows how to bandage up some wounds. Some wounds. I almost kind of like this idea of we have never seen this show, and so we're so blind. So I'm really hoping that on the other end of these microphones, when people are listening to this, yeah, they're almost laughing at how stupid we're talking about the show. Oh, I but, think that's going to happen for the 23rd <laughs> week in a row here, since this is episode 23. 
But so apparently, I'm assuming she's a kid because I th- I think everybody on the show's a kid. But uh, uh, except for everyone. Sean, except for Sean Aston, um, she can drive a car proficiently, but she's also the younger stepsister of Billy, and she's a skateboarder. So I'm thinking she learns how to do tasks pretty well, right? Yeah, picks them up. Good for Max. All right. All right what else? Next, Who's next? Um, we had uh, Will George, friend of the program. William. Just married a couple weeks ago. Congratulations, yeah, Will. Um, Dusty. Dusty. Dusty works his way through problems and has a science background. That's what Will mentioned. So Dusty's profile, he's highly intelligent. Um, very, he's very studious. Yep. Gotta be. Most of us are. He has a lisp. Okay. So my first thought went to, we had an entire episode dedicated to words that we can't say. Yeah. So apparently, I mean, he's going to fall into that category. And we also mentioned, uh, in episode two, Yoda giving some instructions. Mm. Patient instruction Yoda. is important. So you just got to really slow it down. You do. You re- really, really, really do. Hmm. It's not. I mean, I wouldn't. Dis- I don't think it should disqualify Dusty. Absolutely not. No, no, no. I think he falls right in line with most of us athletic trainers. Mm-hmm. Maybe we've studied really hard, but we can't say words very well. Um, I also read Dusty may have been a little bit of a nerd. He may he went to like science camp or something, but then he like got a girlfriend. And she's like the cool girlfriend or something. And so nice. I think he becomes a little bit of a ladies' man, which, you know, I think all male athletic trainers want to be a little bit of a ladies' man, right? I think you just want to be able to connect with people. <laughs> I think oh, is that connect, what it is? <laughs> if you can connect with people, so be it. I no, think I, wear, a- I wear extra tight khakis every once in a while. Good for you, Pete. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, next, uh, Ryan... A coworker of mine, uh, McNulty, he's commented several um, times for us before. He said, "Robin," uh, and this is a season three spoiler. So, sure. close your ears. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Uh, he said, "Robin cracked a code." I don't know. Have any idea what that means? No. So idea. there's a code that got cracked, and Robin did it. And I was thinking about that comment. And I was like, "Well, that's really ambiguous." But at the same point, I'm like. It's actually kind of profound, too, because that eval or that sure. case, that hard case, that rehab, whatever it might be, you're always looking to crack the code of how to get through to an athlete. I also think it... it the code itself you can, is the you code. Can analyze a, you can analyze a situation, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we really like doing escape rooms. <laughs> it's just where I was going right? with it. That's so awesome. Um, and it's my birthday, so we're going to go birthday. this week. It's just tradition. We have to do a birthday. We escape are going room, to so. have to do a birthday escape room. I want to put a, I want to put a Twitter poll out there. How many people? How many of our followers have done escape rooms? Just because I want to know. What you you should put in you should put the poll up there. How many have? And if you have not, why not? Yeah. You are missing Get out. Get to an escape room. It's one of the most fun things you can ever do. It's so much fun. Get a group of friends going. All right. Yeah. Sorry. So the code. No, it's good. So. Apparently she's good at anal. Wait, who? Are we? Robin, right? Yeah. Robin. Um, good at analyzing a situation and finding out the answer. I think athletic trainers have to do that. I also have read that Robin 
is extremely sarcastic. All right. She's also a little bored with her job. Bored? Bored. Have you ever been bored as an athletic trainer? Sometimes. Yeah? Yeah. I will yeah, admit, yeah. I have as well. Yeah. There's times. There's a lot of downtime. There, Yeah, it's it's kind of like, well, I'd say it's it's zero miles an hour or like 30. You're just kind of cruising, 30 to 40. You're just kind of cruising down the, the side road or 197 miles an hour. Yes. Like your head is pinned against a freaking headrest <laughs> and you have no idea what's going on because it's just a big blur. So that leaves us with two more two. characters. Okay. And um, I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. These were two what really well thought out explanations for the following two characters. So I would put these two at the top of our list right now. Okay. Um, the next, uh, we had Alexi. And that's courtesy of Amy. Thank um, you, Amy. Amy thought that Alexi would be the best character from the Stranger Things cast because she's an unsung <laughs> hero, smart, works well with others, um, knows how to have a good time in tough situations, gives it all up to help others, and is cool under pressure. I thought it was a really well-organized uh, and detailed list of characteristics that apply to most of us well amy um considering you have given us this whole profile you didn't mention that he likes slurpees though obviously cool under pressure is a big deal right uh, working well with others is a big deal being smart's pretty de- big deal i think there's a lot of athletic trainers that are unsung heroes but i think Knowing how to have a good time in a tough situation. That's, that's a, a pretty cool, big deal. That's a cool one. That's a cool one. It's just not one of our ordinary responses. So it's I thought not, it, right? It makes a lot of sense. So I think I, I brought this up a little bit like, you know, when one of my pitchers was, I don't know, something was going on and I have to go to the mound. In order to kind of, my icebreaker was usually to try to make them laugh. Mm-hmm. And with each guy, it was always a different way to make them laugh. But um, who else we got? Last one that was brought up by multiple people. Mm. Um, Edward, uh, Pamela, Lexi, and Ryan. Okay. uh, All said Chief Hopper. Chief Hopper. The list read like this. Huge grit and determination. Um, Let's proof guide him. Sarcastic. Works a lot. Deals with a lot of other people's BS. Goes above and beyond for the safety of all the children. But on the negative side, would definitely have a very dirty athletic training room. A very dirty athletic training room. So, one okay. negative, but several positives. Um, so, uh, from my understanding, he's the, the chief is kind of like, yeah, he's kind of like the one that, at all these kids that are getting experimented on and getting sent on okay. these missions, he kind of tries to. He's the one that has to go and try and find them and bring them back gotcha. to the the current reality rather so than like, the alternate he's a, universe. He's, he's a police officer. Yes, well, chief. Okay. Yeah, I mean, let's proof guide him. I kind of like that one. Didn't buy Science. into Joyce's theory at first. Um, yeah, right? Like, he, he lets, 
the facts in front of him guide him, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe not just what the research says this is what should happen. I'm actually paying attention to what's happening right in front of me, right? That's cool. I like that. Chief Hopper. I mean, works a lot and deals with a lot of other people's BS. I and can't think of... I mean, that, those are pretty two like, spot-on definitions. I mean, Pamela... <laughs> works a lot, volume. Pamela Joseph was like, I second all the above and add sarcastic. Don't forget sarcastic. So apparently he's very sarcastic. I would, I would love to see it. I, I don't know if he can out-sarcastic us, though. Well... Maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see here. Hold on. I'm going to give this a try. Edward Wozniakowitz. Wozniakowitz. That's a great last name, Eddie. Um, or Edward. I don't know what you really like to be called. But he doesn't. He deals with a lot of other people's BS. He's And he still manages to go above and beyond. And all for the safety of the children. Um, God dang, that sounds like most of my days back in the day. Yeah. Right? I think that's why we all kind of got into this. Yeah. I mean, you're really good at dealing with some BS and not letting that interfere with, you know, getting your job done slash keeping your athletes safe and on the field. So from these six, what's your initial take? (laughs) My initial take was Robin because of the sarcasm but i really like the explanations of alexi and hopper yeah my Uh, i know the volume um the volume of responses said chief hopper but i really strongly agree with amy uh her descriptions right were 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 spot on so i'm gonna vote for alexi hmm i'm gonna go hopper i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna side with the masses. Okay. And I'm going to go with Hopper. Fair enough. And now I I kind of can't wait to watch the show. Yeah. I I mean, I, I've seen 10 minutes, so I'll see some more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Okay. Man, that, that, was, that was a lot of information on some Stranger Things. Cool. Um, what do you want to do next? Let's do... Um, what's your favorite? Let's do top five. Okay. So this week's top five, we asked 100 athletic trainers... What is your favorite body part? I know what you're doing. <laughs> what is your favorite body part? That's good podcasting rehab? again. <laughs> so Kevin just is counting on his fingers, trying to get to five. But I know why. <laughs> he needs to give me five, his five favorite body parts to rehab. <laughs> so I know you got to at least four. <laughs> so give them to me. So their head, shoulders, knees, and toes. <laughs> so that's um, four. <laughs> head, shoulders, knees, toes. We're, the last one's going to be your core or oh. abdomen, specifically obliques. Okay. <laughs> so we, we surveyed 100 athletic trainers in fifth place. Um, six people said they prefer to rehab some sort of back or SI. Really? Yeah. Okay. Surprised me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we had eight people. Say the hip joint. Oof. So that was fourth place. Good for them. 20 people said they prefer to rehab shoulder. Sure. 22 people went with the ankle. And And the top spots. 
38 people said they wanted to rehab knee injuries. Knee. Because it should only go in one direction. <laughs> yep. So we actually only had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We had seven different answers. So I really? mean, it was pretty consistent here. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I guess. So the, so the two that didn't even make the top five, just to give them to you. Yeah. Uh, hamstring, which yep. we're going to talk about in our next segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had one person say they really like to rehab forearms. Forearms. <laughs> so I'm all on board with that. So I mean, that's oh, great. Must be God. a baseball athletic trainer. Oh, so many forearm rehabs <laughs> nightly. Maybe it's because it's in a your hotel room. Re- <laughs> for, I can't think of an easier rehab than a forearm. It is. It's, it's good. It is the easiest. Um, so I don't. I don't know if, if there's anything we really need to discuss. I thought it was a pretty uh, straightforward. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I could go for days on why each one is my favorite, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I actually will say I'm surprised nobody did say core. Yeah, I actually I really like. Um, but it was maybe it's a huge. People... It was a huge part of my career was rehabbing like oblique injuries. Yep. Right. Rotational stuff. Yeah. So I, I think I got really comfortable with it. Slash, I don't know. It's pretty interesting to go through. Well, I got nothing else on that. Well, let's just get on to FMK. FMK. Here the we FMK. are. FMK. Kevin, I want you to F marry and kill the following three. Hamstring rehabilitation exercises. Okay. All right. Biceps femoris curls. <laughs> Bicep curls. Bicep. Not, bi- not, not biceps, sorry. But bicep. Hamstring curls. Femoris. Or, yes. Yes. Let's just start over. No, I like it. Okay. <laughs> How about single leg RDLs? Yep. And Nordic curls. The Nordics. The Nordics. I'm going to F Nordics. I'm going to marry single leg RDLs. And I'm going to kill the hammy bicep femoris curl. Okay. All right. Um, Killing bicep femoris hammy curl because just not functional. Um, I am going to marry single leg RDLs because I think it's a movement that we do a lot, right? I think a lot of us are going to bend over at our waist, load on one side a little bit more, and then stand back up. So I think we're going to – it's an exercise that's in it for the long haul. Okay. Right? I thought you were going to say everyone does it all the time, so that's what you should marry. Just keep marrying over and over Just and over keep marrying over and over and over and over again. Um, and then I'm going to F Nordics. Mainly because, I mean, they should leave you sore, right? If you do them right. (laughs) Um, And so you can't really do them all the time. And then a lot of people experience cramps during Nordics. Yep. And I don't know. (laughs) I have some. (laughs) I have some personal experience being, being in a similar position as a Nordic and uh, experiencing a cramp. So, to take the fun out of this game, <laughs> I had the same exact list as you. 
Yeah, but you're going to have different an- reasons. I'll ha- I have a few different reasons okay. why. Um, I am also killing the curls because there's no extension there, no glute <laughs> extension, and I think that's the most important part yeah, of yeah, the yeah. hamstring. Mm-hmm. It just, I wouldn't say a worthless exercise, but no. it's the least no, right? Hamstrings functional. Flushing. Like you said, it's the least functional of these three. So I'm getting rid of any sort of curling. Yeah. Now, I am messing around with um, a little bit uh, tantrums. Tantrums? Like, tantrums. Are your players just like pounding the ground the tantrum, with their fists? Not a temper tantrum. Roll? Oh, okay. Um, some, uh, so laying on your stomach prone um, with a Swiss ball on top of your butt and then doing some curls, like actively trying to kick the ball. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, okay. As fast as possible, and I think they're called tantrums. Okay, um, I mean that that looks like a little kid having a tantrum. Yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. I might change my mind down the road, and the only reason is because I sure. think most rehab exercises, and this might actually kind of, I'll I'll save it. I'll I'll save it for our rehab sure. hacks, our our feature topic. But I'll get yeah, into yeah. that a little bit. I did. I so like come back to it. I liked eccentric hamstring curls, mm-hmm. even with the hip in a flex position okay um like manual eccentric hamstring curls because most hamstring injuries happen on that eccentric like lengthening your knee or like extending your knee but in a hip flex position you know that's a lot of hamstring injuries okay um so yeah yeah okay cool so it's not a worthless exercise no maybe it's not i over well it's the most worthless. it's just the least functional in this in this case i think um right I wanted to F the Nordics because it's an awkward exercise to do. <laughs> You're fumbling around. You got your partner holding you down. Usually you do. It's, it, it takes two to tango. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and then it's that awkward. Am I actually going to sit on the top of their, mm, of yeah, their feet right? or am I just holding with the hands and yeah. how much pressure am I applying? Mm-hmm. And you're kind of hurting their ankle. Yeah. And then really you have to give it everything you've got. For like a couple different reps, and then everything you're just you done. Everything you got. You do three. <laughs> everything you got. <laughs> so you get three or four really good reps, and then you're basically spent. Dodgeball. Um, wait, then, it, that was no. That's no, not, is that no? What? What movie is that? I, I, everything you got. Like, and he's in the the dude's in the weight room. Holy crap! Uh, it'll come to me. I can't. It'll get there. Yeah. Well, where's Dave? Yeah. Oh, God, you um, know what, Dave? Dave correct us, corrected us last week too. So I'm sorry, Dave. Last the last uh, exercise, the one that I'm going to marry is the single leg RDL as well. I okay. do think it is pretty universal um, in a movement pattern. Oh I do God. have a, a a small pet peeve with it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'll put this up on. Because you got to activate your media. core while you're doing it. Otherwise, you're not doing it the right way. So when you're doing a single leg <laughs> RDL. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's say your right leg is down. And yep. you're balancing on your right leg. Correct. And your left leg is coming up in the air. Correct. Okay. What hand are you holding weight in? Uh, it doesn't matter. If you're doing a single. See, I have a huge problem with... So this meaning... I, have, I do have a preference. So there's a preference for what... But what are you like... What are you trying to get accomplished, right? So if you hold it in your opposite hand... Which I think is the correct answer. You will 
in theory, because you have to then rotate a little bit at your upper body, you will actually stick your booty back a little bit more on that right side. And I think you would activate your glute a little bit more. Yep. And I think you activate a little bit more of the posterior chain a little bit more. At the same time, if you do it on the, with holding a weight on the right side, I don't necessarily think you're doing the exercise wrong. I just don't think you're doing it as functional. Well, I just, I have always learned opposite arm, opposite leg. Sure. In movement patterns. Yeah. When you walk forward, when you your right leg swings forward, your left arm should be swinging forward too. Yeah. So why wouldn't you do it in an RDL? Same sort of well, thing. Well, I mean, because it's not walking, right? Well, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, just, but, but I do agree with you. I, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it opposite yeah. hand. I like, it, I actually just, like doing that specifically to like, it makes me, because I, if I have to rotate just a little bit more, like it makes me like stick my ass back yeah. a little bit more. It's just a big pet peeve of mine sure. on the exercise. So I like it. Otherwise, I, get, I agree. I think, I, I think it's the most, the, the exercise you can do the most often, uh, the most frequently. Uh-huh. And it's going to give you a lot of bang for your buck. So I would marry it as well. Yeah. And it's, I love you, man. That's the movie. I oh, love you, man. Oh, yep. I love you, yeah. man. Good he goes. Call. He goes to see his brother or whatever. That's the trainer at the gym. And that one dude's, everything you got. Yep. <laughs> I got it, Dave, before you did, hopefully. Well, Probably let's... Not. um. Let's uh, let's do our feature topic. Heck yeah. All right, Chad. Yes, sir. Rehab hacks. Yeah. Little wisdom pearls sure. that we can share. Oof. And I know tough. I'm I'm gonna be honest to the listeners out there. Kevin is one of the sharpest guys I know in the rehab world. And I, and I mean nope. that not because you're in front of me, uh-huh. but very often when uh-huh. I'm stuck at work, it, um, I will reach out to him and be like, hey, what would you do for this? And there's a reason for that because I know he's good at what he does. And then and I, I, don't get, and I, I will, I will say else. I don't get stuck very often, but huh? every once in a while when I Everybody just need does. a different perspective or maybe some reassurance that I'm doing it a certain sure. way, Kevin's yeah. one of the guys I will reach out to. Hack number one. Go for it. Have a guy to reach out to <laughs> when you get stuck. Um, or Have gal. a guy or gal. I will. So this is what I will say, though. Um, that brings up a very important aspect of athletic training in general. But in rehab, ask people that have had experience doing a re- that rehab, right? Like, don't don't think that you have to come up with all the answers on the spot. If you are not familiar with it, what it's like to rehab somebody coming off of um, hip labrum surgery, well, find somebody that has some experience and ask them questions, right? What are the top five things that I have to, like, remember or, like, make sure I do in this type of rehab? We've mentioned it on a previous podcast. It's a copycat profession. Yeah. Just make sure the source that you're asking or copying from 
is a trustworthy source, somebody yeah. that you believe in, and it's not just flashy. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I would say from there, don't copy the guy that's on Instagram, or don't copy the guy that's posting stuff on Twitter. Um, have real conversations with people that have gone through this stuff. Every, I don't know a single well, healthcare. Just, just think it. Just think it through. Does it make sense? Well, I, and I don't know a single healthcare provider um, in the rehab world that doesn't like offering their their experience to other people. Right? You might know some people. I don't. <laughs> um. So, so here, I'll start this one off. Okay. I've got a couple different things. Yeah. That I like. Um, and I think I'm going to take this um, segment probably a little bit differently than you are. Probably not. Uh, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> we'll find out. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I've got three different things that I have kind of discovered or stumbled upon through my career that I do differently now than I did before and it might be helpful to people. So the first one that I wrote down when I was thinking about this topic was if you want to do some sort of bridging for hamstring or glute activation uh-huh. with a little bit of core in there, do it on a slide board okay. or some sort of unstable surface. I think um, friction is um, a huge part of being able to activate your posterior chain. Sure. So if you think about... A, ch- uh, a bridge with shoes on, on a carpet or on a, a floor that's not sticky. Uh-huh. You're going to push up through your, your feet. Correct. But because your feet aren't going anywhere, you're going to activate your quadriceps muscles. Yeah. If you take that away, take the friction away, uh-huh. which I would never say in FMK, <laughs> but I'm going to say it here. If you put yourself on a slide board... And you do a bridge. If you are trying to use your quads, your feet are going to slide out from under you. So could you could you use to, some kind of lubricant on a table? Yeah, <laughs> you could give it a whirl. It might be a sticky, messy situation. Yeah, but, um, but no. If you really are serious about activating glutes mm-hmm. or activating a little bit of hamstring or that connection yeah. between the glute and hamstring. Do a bridge, but do it on an unstable or an uh sorry, not unstable, not but unstable. Do it on a a slippery surface. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where there a is slide no board, friction. A slide board's a really good example it's, of that. It's a game changer. Or something that will roll. Say a foam like roller. A foam roller or a um, I've seen somebody use like the ah crap the ab dolly before. Sure. Um, yeah. Something that has wheels on it, right? Yep. A cart, right? Yeah. So Which I, every time I see an ab dolly, by the way, still to this day, I think of like grade school gym class and sitting on those stupid little carts. Playing like crab soccer or something? Yeah, like it, or the crab soccer slash like you had like a little hockey stick, mm-hmm. right? That's every time I think. And then guaranteed you're going to run over one of your fingers at some point. For guaranteed. Sure. <laughs> or so, fall off and... Whatever. So that's my first rehab hack. I like it. All right. What's your second rehab hack? My second one um, has to do with ankle rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. I never, so your traditional strengthening of the ankle. Yeah. You're just going to give somebody a band, a four-way band exercise. I haven't used a band for a four-way ankle in five years. Nice. I will only do it a manually. Cool. Um, Specifically, here's what I want you to try. You get somebody on the table, get their sock off. You're going to have to touch their feet, unfortunately. (laughs) When you come to inversion and eversion, Mm -hmm. use your thumb and hook either the base, uh, sorry, the first or the fifth, okay? Uh, This is going to be really good podcasting. Really good podcasting. He's going to show me. with. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want somebody to do some inversion, I'm going to hook their fifth med pad okay with my thumb all right and then they're going to actively invert because what has to happen then when they invert they're going to go into some sort of pronation Pronation. yeah and conversely if i want them to evert Uh i'm going to hook the met pad on their big toe Uh and they're going to evert and while they're doing that they're going to soup oh i think i said that backwards I see what you're saying. They're gonna, when they invert, they're going to pronate, and when yeah. they invert, they're going to supinate. What you're what you're doing is you're creating you're creating the feedback for them of where to push. Yes. Right. Yes. And, you're, and you can't then necessarily get you, this, Yeah, you're not going to get that with a band. As you're not going to get as much with a band. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that. I like so that a lot. I haven't done I haven't done any ankle rehab with a band in years. Good. No, no I I always liked. Um, manuals are so much better manuals and it's it's hard right if you had 73,000 athletes like you do but mm-hmm. at the same time if you're rehabbing this person yeah. you you should be you're figuring out the time that you can work with this person one on one right so the, get I your hands pros, dirty touch some feet yeah the pros are going to outweigh the, the negative which mm-hmm. is having to tie up your time a little bit. Yeah. I just think that athlete's going to get more out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I totally uh, agree. Um, my last one, um, well, I'm going to go back. I know in FMK we talked about hamstring exercises. Uh-huh. I'm trying to mess around with the concept of combining some slow twitch eccentric, but also some fast twitch concentric hamstring exercises, a little combination of both, which is why I'm throwing those tantrums in there right now Yeah, because it's more of a fast twitch, go as fast as you can, which is important for some of my runners. Oh, yeah. So I'm trying to blend a little bit of slow twitch and fast twitch muscle fiber action. Yeah. So that's why I'm messing around with the tantrums. But as far as um, my last rehab hack, um, I think I really have liked – those single leg RDLs that we talked about that we were going to both marry yep, to, uh, to cure that athlete that can't keep their hips in a straight alignment uh-huh. when doing an RDL, placing a full size foam roller in between their foot and the same side hand and that leg that's going to lift up. Uh huh. Yeah. It just kind of keeps them in a better alignment. So throw a foam roller in between a, the, the moving foot and the same side hand. Yeah, yeah. So I do the same thing with a, I, I, but I do it now with the foam roll. I do it with like a, a stick. Okay. Um, sure. Like an, you know, like the. Mm-hmm. I used to always do it with um, 
Almost like the FMS stick. The FMS measuring stick. Yeah. I would do it with that all the time. Yeah, it just keeps their spine in a little bit better alignment. Yeah. And it usually will help them prevent their hips from kind of rolling out. Yep, and I agree. I feel like it really teaches... How to hinge. Yeah, it teaches how to hinge. So if you have that that athlete that really you're watching the RDL and you're like, man, you move like crap. Yeah. Try adding a foam roller to it or some sort of stick, some sort of, something that's going to help them keep a better posture yeah so those are the the little pearls of wisdom that i'm gonna offer you tonight yeah what do you got what do you got for us kevin <laughs> so yeah we're d- the, taking we're, we are definitely taking different approaches to this um you gave some specific ones yeah i i see rehab as a philosophy um Ooh. i can't I can see it in your eyes. You're going zen on us, and I love it. No, <laughs> you're like the Phil so, Jackson. The Phil Jackson. This is the triangle offense of this rehab is, by Kevin. Oh my god, <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm so excited right now. So folks. this is. I've had a lot of conversations with people about, like, okay, so like, well, what are your top three core exercises that people should do? And it, the question always makes me. Like, the first thing I want to say is, like, well, it depends, right? As and in everything else in athletic training, it depends. Yeah, so, like, because uh, it depends on what you're doing. It depends on how good you're at this. How, like, it depends on, you know, I, I can't I can't give you these, like, specific things that everybody should be doing other than we should all be able to have good posture right um we should all be able to breathe Mm. the right way i heard breathing is important (laughs) yeah um and then we should all be able to function in whatever we are doing right so my what i go back to is like number one any injury i have with anybody i don't care if it is like you have chronic toe sprains like you should probably learn how to breathe better because I bet you suck at it. Um, diaphragmatic breathing, right? And there's there's different avenues to go about it. What I would my rehab hack number one is learn a way to breathe. <laughs> so like if you, it you know what? it sounds silly. It sounds it si- sounds so, so like like you're just making fun of it but you're not because it's Mm-mm. so true so here's the thing um if if you learn how to access breathing not by lifting your shoulders and breathing into your neck and like lifting your chest up but being able to like access breathing lower into your abdomen but then also out into your rib cage you access your diaphragm if you can access your diaphragm you will now now you actually are setting yourself up for a more stable core because now you're no longer like locked down into your rib cage and then in between that thoracic and lumbar area you're going to have better you're going to have less compression at your lumbar spine because you're accessing your diaphragm so therefore the attachments of your diaphragm at your lumbar spine and your lower thoracic spine are actually expanding your lumbar. Now you can 
access more of your core because you're not this in this like weird compressed state, probably anterior pelvic rot or like rotation state, all because you were breathing the right way. And I think the base the base of every rehab should be the middle of your body has to be stable, right? For sure. So like no matter what, the middle of your body has to be stable. It has to control the rest of your body. So learn how to breathe. And I don't like honestly, don't I don't care if you are yoga breathing, diaphragmatic breathing, um PRI, um I don't care. Any any other like acronym that says this is the best way to breathe at least learn one of them and see if that's like helping your athletes helping your patients number one breathe (laughs) um then so two once you start getting into breathing now learn what it actually means to engage your core so flexing your core is not engaging your core. Um, breathing out, like, so most people have learned, like, when you are going to do an exercise, you should breathe out, right? Yep. If I'm going to go lift a weight, you should breathe out. And that's so that you try to access some of your core. But what we forget is, like, if if I don't know how to activate my core... Just by breathing out, I don't activate my core. When I go to hinge on an RDL, I don't I'm not necessarily automatically using my hamstring or my hamstring's not getting stronger because I do an RDL. My hamstring's getting stronger because I'm doing the exercise correctly, slash I'm accessing my hamstring the right way. Um, so during an RDL I should know what it feels like to activate my core. Specifically, learn what the TVA, the transverse abdominis, is. Learn what it is and learn how to activate it. I've been telling a lot of my patients, pretend somebody's going to poke you in the side and don't let them. So if like if I if I'm gonna activate my core a little bit to just not let somebody poke me in the side, you're going Pillsbury to avoid yeah. this right now. I love it. If He's you don't himself in the side, don't let somebody pill, Pillsbury Doughboy you. That's like <laughs> so and legitimately, I think that's a great idea. Um, all right, and then let posture. So everybody should have good posture. If you don't have good posture. Don't come complaining to me that anything hurts because posture is within all anybody's ability to help you not hurt anymore. And it's your own fault if you don't have good posture because somebody is at some point in your life probably told you stand up straight, right? But right now, you can stand up straight, you can push your toes into the ground. Not claw on the ground, but you can push your toes into the ground. You can create an arch. You can then try to like spread your feet across the floor. So you're almost like you're ad you're abducting on the floor. 
and then you're going to squeeze your butt, maybe like 25%, and then you're going to activate your TVA, and then you're just going to have a little bit of a proud chest. You're not sticking your chest out as far as possible. You're just going to have a little bit of a proud chest, and then you're going to tuck your chin a little bit. And now all of a sudden you have good posture. At bare minimum, you are creating something that is more in line. It is going to heal faster. It's going to heal better. And you are going to be more stable throughout your day. Now, you can't go around doing all these like cues while you're running or while you're playing basketball. But you sure as heck can do this while you're driving a car, while you're standing at the line of grocery store, while you're, I don't know, holding your kid. Oh, is my TVA activated? Oh my gosh, I should probably squeeze my butt a little bit. Wow, my back doesn't hurt anymore. It's funny that you say that because in the last couple of weeks, the two places that I've really tried to focus on mm-hmm. just that is driving my car yeah. and walking my dog. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Trying to just relearn how to focus the correct, those cues. Yeah. Um, little like trick also, like when you're walking, you should feel your ass. Like you, you should think. feel that like when I'm pushing it, like, so if I'm walking forward and my right foot is propelling me forward, I shouldn't feel the propulsion from my calf. I should feel it from my right glute, right? So feel that all of a sudden you're going to start walking faster. So it, it's kind of weird, but like you should feel that, that that's glute activation, Right. I, before we started this podcast, we were talking about like, what should we talk about? Right. Mm -hmm. And there was, I remember like, we talked about like gluten free and then like, how do you activate your glutes? And I, I, I said, you know what? A topic should be like, just put glute in front of something and somebody will listen. Right. It's the magic buzzword. You want to know how to activate your glutes? One, squeeze them while you're standing. And then two, while you're walking, push backwards with your glute that's glute activation um don't complicate rehab don't complicate it so don't make it you need to do these like fancy exercises in order to rehab uh acl like i mean you've literally just boiled it down to the two most basic things that i can think of breathing and posture sure it's amazing. Now, just simplify it, like you said. And particularly early on, just focus on that because if you're st- if you want to paint a masterpiece, right? In the but you've already thrown a bunch of crap paint on it. You've already thrown a bunch of acrylic paint on it, but now you want to make an oil painting that's a you know, a, a Van Gogh masterpiece. You're not going to be able to do it because the acrylic paint is going to be in your way, right? And it's never going to look exactly the way you want or need it to look because you didn't start with the right canvas, right? So start with the right canvas. And a rehab situation is the perfect time to start with the right canvas. I love that you're using art analogies because I actually, <laughs> instead of instead of the painting, I always think about it as like sculpting. Mm-hmm. Like a three-dimensional sculpt. You're sure. trying to 
and I think I, I don't know. You're just trying to add here and there and take away from there. And I mean, just yeah. I, sure. The visual is it's really good. Yeah, a super easy one. If you're gonna build a house and you have a crappy foundation, are you gonna put a really nice roof on it? Like no, the house of, is gonna fall over. It. I thought about it for this house. And I was like, <laughs> why would I do that? Like foundations crap, especially the people that have lived down there. Um, <laughs> so don't complicate it, right? Um, I will say. In every rehab, I've I've already said have core stability, but incorporate thoracic mobility and hip mobility in every single rehab. I don't care what it is. Just incorporate it because we all are lacking in it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Make it functional too, right? So challenge yourself and challenge your athletes, challenge your patients that when when they're doing an exercise make it functionally applicable to whatever they're doing right so don't just teach somebody how to deadlift teach them how to pick up their kid right don't teach them how to like do external rotation at zero degrees or 90 degrees at their shoulder like teach them how to pull something back from a weight stack or like teach them how to like reach into the back of their car i I don't know like it's think less about we know all these exercises that are supposed to accomplish something but we forgot what the actual function is that we're trying to get to right it's called movement yeah learn how to move don't don't learn the exercise learn how to move as that's that's a good way to say that yeah less winded say way (laughs) (laughs) um yeah all right i'm done (laughs) (laughs) you should is amazing Uh, that is the gospel nah yeah sometimes i'm thinking about charging people for this stuff you should, you should charge. You usually charge double for that kind of action. <laughs> Name the movie. Uh, that would be dodgeball. That is dodgeball. Cotton. Cotton. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Let's, me too. Let's talk about next week. <laughs> yes. Chad. Yes, sir. Great episode. I love it every week. It's my favorite part of the week. I'm done with my rant. You're done. You're done. What should we talk about next week? Next week. Let's let's bring the people back into uh, this. We're going to need your help for our feature topic next week. Okay. We want to talk about attire. Uh Uh-huh. But we're not talking about our attire. We already did that. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's talk about athlete attire Mm. in the athletic training room. Okay. All right. Do's and don'ts. What you want to see, what you don't want to see from your athlete in the athletic training room. Yeah. Sounds a little pet peevish, too. I Mm. I think it's just going to be a a nice little opportunity for everyone to get it out (laughs) in the open. Get it off your chest. All right. So So uh, look look for it on the social media, which is candid underscore ATC. Mm-hmm. Um, we will have a, a tweet out there, maybe some an Instagram post, whatever. Let us know. 
Uh, bonus points for anybody that actually sends in a picture of one of their athletes in something that is questionable. Yeah. <laughs> God, this could be great. I'm actually, oh my God. I'm really looking forward to this Holy one. Holy crap. Uh, otherwise, um, oh, did you know, Kevin? I didn't. We've uh, we've upgraded. Upgrade. So uh, we now have a perfect 5.0 out of 5.0. On the strength test scale? I, I wish. Maximum <laughs> resistance. Maximum uh, contraction. No. Ratings, reviews on Apple Podcasts. We oh, are wow. up to a perfect 5.0. Holy crap. So That's pretty cool. I think we're doing something right. That so is awesome. So thank you to everybody who takes the time to leave us a rating or a review Heck on yeah. Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, that's And really we take cool. it very seriously. Um, we love the feedback. We really do. We so. really do. Um so yeah, check us out. All of the, uh, oh gosh, social media websites, candid underscore ATC. And from then, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll check you next week. See you later. Bye. Oh, baby. No dirty laundry on this podcast. SpongeBob squares his pants. Like most everything we talk about on this podcast, I've never seen it. <laughs> we have the freshest veggies. I think, yeah, you would have been in high school. <sighs> maybe, maybe graduating college. Who knows? The first time.